Welcome to Lowering the Rim. You go to the hole. It's done. We tell them about practice, man. <laughs> And we are back, lowering the rim, just some casual conversations with some casual fans. Drew, how much basketball have you watched since we last talked? Um, I went to a friend of mine's son's middle school game. Ooh, does some that, great hoops? No. <laughs> I've Did... watched, I watched one and a half games and okay. some highlights. Okay. Did they play on lowered rims at the middle school game or no? <laughs> um, no, but they were on a carpeted court. <laughs> oh. Honestly, I don't understand the carpeted court. I feel like yeah. that's way more unsafe. Those rug burns are nasty if you go sliding on that court. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird thing, but for some reason, a lot of church leagues have the carpeted court. Yeah, well... Um, no, I did watch the Lakers Nuggets game and I watched what was the other game I watched? Oh, I watched a little bit of the Kings Rockets. Don't ask me why. <laughs> mm, nice. Kings Rockets. And maybe there was oh, I watched I watched the first half of the Warriors Bucks and then mm. I so basically I you watched the, the best use of time. You watched two blowouts because the Bucks blew out the Warriors and then the Nuggets blew out the Lakers. Yeah. So the Warriors, are, that Warriors game, I watched the first half and, and saw the writing on the wall. Yeah. And then yeah, the Nuggets, always. Lakers, I watched the second half. So do you know the Warriors had a uh, record for, let's see if I can get this right, in the first half of the Bucks game? They were down, I think, by like 30-some points. And then on the next night, it was the second night of the back-to-back, and they played the Bulls, who I got the MJ45 jersey on right now as we speak. Shout-out to the Bulls. But the Warriors were up by 30-something by the end of the first half in the Bulls game. And that was the biggest swing in a back-to-back in the history of the NBA. No team had been like, it's like a 60 point swing, right? Like being down 30 some points and then being up 30 some points. Uh, so, Hey, warriors are setting records every day. <laughs> Even when they lose, <laughs> Even when they lose, it's spectacular. So do you know, let's, let's talk about the Lakers. Cause they're kind of in the news right now. Uh, trade deadlines coming up February 10th. Everybody knows the move they need to make, which is moving Russell Westbrook, his 40 some million dollar contract. It's not going to happen. Uh, a report came out today that LeBron and AD were very involved in getting Russ onto the team. So it uh, doesn't make GM LeBron look very good right now. Um, but guess who's on the hot seat? I'll give you one guess. Who's on the hot seat for the Lakers right now? The coach, Vogel. Yeah, Vogel is on the hot seat. And his quote was, I would have it no other way. It's Los Angeles. Expectations are high. But the reality is he has a horrible roster. And I just don't see how they're going to turn it around with the pieces that they have. So maybe they can pull some sort of 
Magic out, but what do you think? What's do you think Vogel will be fired? Did you mean like Magic Johnson coming out of retirement? Hey, maybe they so, can pull. <laughs> yeah, they have they they've had is, Magic uh, in the past. That Westbrook contract is how many years left on is on that? Do you know? Oh, I think he's got a few more years left. Let's see, uh, Westbrook contracts. Uh, he signed a five-year deal with the Oklahoma mm-hmm. City Thunder. And um, he at least played one with the Wizards. Yeah, so he has – he is owed $44 million this year in this season. And then he's owed – wait for it – $47 million next season. And then in for 2020 – season? Man. Yeah. And that's with the Lakers. So, I mean, the Lakers may be stuck with that contract next year. And then he's an unrestricted free agent after that. So it's still got two this year and next year. Is someone yeah. making more than that? That seems really high. Uh, I think it's 47 for a season. Yeah, I think. Um, I think. Who makes more than that? I think Giannis Maybe. may be making more. Um, okay. But real quick, before we go into what Giannis makes, so here's Russell Westbrook's last four years. 2018-2019, he was with the Thunder. 2019-2020, he was with the Rockets. 2020-2021, he was with the Wizards. 21-22, he's with the Lakers. Do you think he will be with the Lakers in 23, or is he going to keep the streak alive and be with a different team every year? So, like, basically, ever since he signed that big contract, he's been with a different team every year. Oh, wow. Um, so I'm asking for some predictions from a casual fan here. Vogel, I would Vogel is he fired and is Westbrook on the team next year? So the track record says Vogel will get fired, but just because LeBron he gets rid of coaches a lot, so that would be my guess there. The Westbrook thing that's like you said, that just seems like too much money to move. I don't know who would pick that up. So they might just – the only way I see him being on another team is some sort of buyout agreement. Maybe they, they'll pay like 60% of his contract and let him – Yeah. But that's even if he agrees. I mean, maybe he has a stipulation where he can't be bought out. So yeah. Yeah, I don't see how – he they, would agree to it. I don't see how they can move him unless – yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, those maybe there's some way to do it. I just don't know who. Yeah, who the wants one to scenario I was thinking was like the how didn't that happen to Drummond where they just agreed in a contract buyout? Yeah, but those numbers are typically a lot lower. Like it's easier yeah. to buy out, you know, the fifteen yeah. to twenty million dollar guy. I'm guessing than forty seven million. That's a tough buyout. Okay, <laughs> so you asked about contracts. So Stephen Curry has the largest guaranteed dollar amount. He's making 45 this year. John Wall, who's not even playing for the Rockets, is making 44. And then Russell Westbrook is making 44. And, and they're, he's basically $100,000 less than John Wall. Okay, so he um, is top three contract in the NBA. Yeah. So two of the top wow. three contracts are basically unplayable players right now. Wow. Crazy. But yeah, and then uh, James Harden is four with 43. LeBron James is five with 41. And Kevin Durant, six, 40. And Giannis is seventh at 39. 
Okay. So yeah, it's uh, Man, that's it's wild. It's pretty dark. There's this great meme uh, that you'll see <laughs> on the the Twitter timeline, and it's uh, it's like this picture of a hallway with these different doors, like kind of like a you know like a hotel, uh-huh. and each door has a different team name on it, and the door is open and there's like kind of blood spilling out as though someone has just been killed. And then the, the last door is the grim reaper and the grim reaper is Russell Westbrook. And he's knocking on the Lakers door, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so it's, it's basically the uh, visual representation of this is a death contract and it's going to kill your team. Do you think there's any chance that he somehow figures something out and resurrects, resurrects just, the career? Or do you I, think this is the, I don't the see, best days are, have come and gone? I don't – oh, uh, no. I think he could go to a team and do his triple-double performance that he does. Yeah, I, I totally think he could still do that. I just don't think you're going to win anything with that. So, I think that's more of what I meant. Like, is there a way he could? No, he's not changing. Russ is going to do what he does. And what he does is if you let him have the ball the whole game, he's going to put up numbers. And he's also like leading the NBA in turnovers. He's just not a winning player. He doesn't do anything when he doesn't have the ball in his hands. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he's not, he's not going to help a team win. And the problem with him with the Lakers is that him and LeBron play the same way. You know, he LeBron wants to have the ball in his hands and to control the game. And Russ needs to have the ball in his hands and Russ isn't going to do anything for you off the ball, which I don't know why they got him. I mean, theoretically it's to help the second unit or something and be that energy during the regular season to help carry the load. But I don't know. It's not working. That's tough. So, wow. Yeah. Anyway, were there any other uh, trade rumors you had heard? Well, they're trying to make a big trade for Ben Simmons. And so there's all these leaked deals. And basically, at the end of the day, Daryl Morey's asking price is just way too high. So, like, I guess the Kings were trying to offer Buddy Heald, Harrison Barnes. Um, uh, oh, I'm blanking on his name. Tyrese Halliburton, uh, maybe some picks and something else, you know, I don't know. And they were trying to get back Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, and uh, uh, Matisse Tybal. And the Sixers were like, yeah, we're not doing that. Which honestly is like, that's a bit one-sided. <laughs> well, honestly, that would be a decent package, I think, for the, for the, um, I wouldn't, if I was the 76ers, I wouldn't want to lose Matisse Tybel. But Harrison Barnes, Buddy Heald, and uh, Tyrese Halliburton would all, they would all be really helpful, I think, to the 76ers. Yeah, I guess when I hear that trade, to me, that sounds, the trade sounds like the Kings get Ben Simmons and Thibel and the Sixers get Halliburton. That's the trade. I mean, healed, healed's good, but Harrison Barnes is like, yeah, 
I don't think but, he's going to help. Yeah, I think at some point it's like, well, what's better? Is it better to have players who are going to play for you, you know? I yeah, mean, those that's are the all spot. It's like what you might as well get something for a guy that's going to sit. Yeah. So. Um, the other one that was floated out uh, to the Warriors. I'll see if I can find the specifics. I'll give you the, the general idea, but I, I don't know if I saved the specifics of this trade. But it was um, it was uh, I think Andre Drummond. Uh, Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons to the Warriors for Draymond Green, Andrew Wiggins, Jordan Poole, Jonathan Kaminga, and two future first round picks. That's made up. It's like, and, and There's what? There's no way the Warriors offered any of that. No, 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 no. The Warriors, no, the leak was not that the Warriors offered that. The leak was that the 76ers said basically said hey would you do this deal oh okay i was gonna but say why that's that insane no yeah warriors all. are never doing that i mean yeah. i wouldn't do it minus the two first round picks like well, yeah, i wouldn't because you got I wouldn't trade Dr- green best defensive player in the league all-star yeah. andre wiggins, andrew wiggins questionable all-star best three-point shooter on their team this year yeah, he's forty percent. is like looks like he's Giannis light. I mean, yeah, who knows if he develops into that? But the potential's there. So yeah, and is... Jordan Poole and Jordan Poole is still an unknown. I mean, he could turn out to be like he's made some pretty big leaps every year. Yeah, since he he's started. definitely a, an offensive threat every night now. Yeah, I mean, he could turn into like a Jordan Clarkson type guy. That um, is, oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. But Ben, uh, the, anyways, the main point is the Ben Simmons saga is still going on. And uh, I don't know. I just, it's interesting because I don't think Ben is going to play. I mean, it seems like he's pretty, like, yeah, I'm done playing for this team. Daryl Morey's asking price is so high. I'm just like, I don't know who is ever going to do this. Although there was a rumor that James Harden is looking to move from the Nets. I don't know how true that is. But if they could somehow, you know, pull pull something where they got James Harden, then it would all be worth it, I think, to, huh. to Daryl Morey. Um, that, does that make the Nets better? I think maybe it does. Yeah, I mean, if you have Kyrie and KD um, – you know, I think there may be the law of diminishing returns between Kyrie, KD, and Harden. I don't yeah. know. I mean, we haven't really seen what they could be together as a team long enough because they just haven't played that get that much together, it doesn't seem like. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, Ben Simmons would be an interesting piece on a team like that. Do so. you think that this is will ever turn into – the league stepping in at some point because it's like you have four years on your contract and you're yeah. just not showing up to work. We can't like long-term the league can't function like this. If this is how players are going to. Yeah. Maybe uh, honor their contracts or treat their contracts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the league may have to step in and do something, but I just don't know what they would do. Yeah. I mean, Adam Silver is so pro player. It's like, what is he going to really do in the situation? He's so pro player that he's actually 
done, uh, I don't know what you'd call that. He's gone so far around pro player that he's now anti-player <laughs> because you've got Ben Simmons just not even playing because he's that much of a pro player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Well, um, did you know that KD got injured? I don't know if you heard about that. Yeah, I did. I, I think I read a little snippet. Yeah, it's like a sprained something in his knee. I think he's out four to six weeks, so that's kind of a bummer. Luckily, it's not a tear. I, I really – I like watching KD play. So um, Will there be let, an all-star game this year? It seems like most all-stars are injured. I know. Yeah. I, heard, I heard PG might also be out for possibly the rest of the season. Oh, really? Yeah. I hadn't heard that yet. And Kawhi yeah. is out for the whole season. Man. And they're only uh, trailing. Yeah, apparently, whatever happened to PG is a little worse than what they had thought. Oh no, that's not good. So, well, the good <laughs> the good news is they're only trading uh, or they're only trailing the Lakers by a half a game. So, the battle for LA is still on. <laughs> um, oh. Miami is kind of sneaking up into the the top of the East. They're tied right now with. I mean, not technically tied, but they're. Um, they're, they're number two in the rankings, but they're basically, um, the, at the same standing with Chicago bulls. So they're kind of creeping up there. It's interesting. Philadelphia it is hovering around like, six. I mean, I do like watching the bulls cause it's just a, you know, a different, different looking team. I forgot they had Vucevic too, which it's just, I, they like have a lot of talent now that team. But they kind of remind me of that Hawks team that's just like really good uh, in the regular yeah. season. But after seeing the Bucks uh, thrash the Warriors, it still seems like they're the they're the boys on in the East. They're the East yeah. Side boys, if you will. <laughs> yeah, the East Side boys. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I would tend to agree. I think the Bucks are going to be the team to be come playoff time, but. So I don't think the bull, I mean, I'd be surprised if the bulls were legit, you know, um, I think the teams I would be most afraid of are the bucks, the heat and the nets, assuming everyone's healthy. The 76ers yeah. are interesting. I mean, they could be scary depending on the matchup, but I just think come playoff time, I just don't think they have enough. Uh, to beat those other teams, you know. Um, so yeah, I would I would say the Heat, the Heat, the Bucks, and the Nets probably end up being the teams to beat. But I I mean I'd love it if the Bulls could make a run and make some noise in the East. That'd be awesome. I really like watching them. Um, Do but, you think? Okay, so here's another Nets question. Do you think come playoff time? is really when the Nets finally are like, okay, we don't care anymore. Kyrie, you can play whatever home game you want because <laughs> we want to win in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. You think that's their breaking point? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, we talked about it last time. Remember, they can he can play at home. At least the last I heard, he can play at home. The team just has to pay New York State a fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a I don't know if it's a state law or like a, 
local law, but municipal, they just have to pay yeah. some sort of fine. We're talking municipalities and <laughs> yeah, your local board. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. So uh, this is kind of the doldrums of the NBA a little bit. I feel like, you know, even like the MLK day games, I mean, usually those are kind of a big to do and they weren't, there wasn't really a great showcase necessarily for the MLK yeah. day games. Um, NFL is, looks like it's kind of going to always have a Monday night game on MLK day now, which I think will overshadow the NBA a little bit. Yeah. Uh, with the new skin. Bigger fan base. So. Yeah. With their new schedule. So that'll be interesting, but I feel like, the NBA is going to hype back up around free agency or not free agency, but trade deadline. So February 10th and then the all-star weekend. And then we get into the, it gets really interesting. I feel like that's when it's like, Oh man, it's a chase in for the seedings and the playoffs. And um, so I think that'll be exciting, but I found myself, you know, being the casual fan that I am, uh, not being as interested as of late. And maybe some of that is because the NFL playoffs are going on too. So it's like, that's pretty interesting. But a lot of these teams just feel like they're sputtering. And I don't know, other than the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies look like they're just, you know, ready to take it, take it all this year. So you kind of see that spirit in the games then too, where that you can tell the teams are kind of just, Coasting. Yeah, guys just guys just so, seem uh, guys just seem worn out and a little yeah. like you know you just have some interesting lineups and um yeah it just it's just a unusual time for the the season but when yeah. uh where is the All Star game this year? Um, it's in Cleveland. Yeah, back no. in Cleveland. Is it really? Yeah. Cleveland. Really? Okay. Yep. Huh. So, yeah. Any other thing catch your eye on the NBA these days? Uh, just that the All-Star Games in Cleveland. I guess they are on a city rotation, but, man, that just – Yeah. not the cold. <laughs> yeah, not the best place to go in February. No. For some reason, I was thinking it might be in L.A., but I guess not. <clears throat> The Super Bowl is in LA. Oh, maybe I maybe that's yeah. getting mixed. Yeah, up. I think it's at SoFi Stadium. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Crypto Arena. What do you think of? The, I mean, Staples Center was sort of an iconic name. Crypto Arena just doesn't have that ring to it. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of indifferent. I, I think I'm more offended by the uh, crypto.com commercials that Matt Damon does. Uh, I, I could care less about the name of the arena, to be honest with you. Uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, he got paid I, I in do, dollars to do that. He did not get paid in crypto to do the crypto.com <laughs> commercial. Yeah. Well, I hope uh, he got paid in Bitcoin. That was probably, probably the best move, but. Anyway, that tangent's going too far off the rails. So I yeah. guess we can call it a pod for tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not, you know, that's the, 
that's the slow news day in the NBA. So there you yeah. go. Casuals, I hope you love it. We've lowered the rim for you. All right. Well, until next time, and if anyone has questions that they would like Ian to answer from his casual perspective, just DM us at the Lowering the Rim, lowering the rim Instagram account. Sounds good. Nice. All right. I'll talk to you next time. Man. Yep. Thank you for listening to another episode of Lowering the Rim. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lowering the Rim. And feel free to email us your fan questions, loweringtherim at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.